Will you shift? Will you shift, my friend? 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 But a booty call is a date, technically. Is this a date if you collect someone from the airport? <laughs> Hey, we are Graham and Nathan and this is Will You Shift My Friend, a Go Loud original podcast because Go Loud is the home of Irish podcasts. In Will You Shift My Friend, we speak to well-known personalities all about the art of shifting. We talk about your first shift, teenage discos, holiday romances and breakups. You'll find new episodes of Will You Shift My Friend every Tuesday at 1pm first on the Go Loud app and all major podcast platforms and the new Go Loud app is available to download for free in the App Store now. Right, enough talking, let's get into some shifting. Welcome to another episode of Will You Shift My Friend where this week we actually have one of our friends on and I'm happy to say he's a friend. A dear friend. He is a DJ, he is a producer, he is a TikToker, he's a radio presenter. And he's our friend, as we said, Marty Gilfoyle. Marty Gilfoyle, one of the best looking people I know. The thing about Marty, when I'm ever in his presence, I feel like we are around a celebrity. Yes. Like this is a celebrity. He's an entrepreneur. He has hands in many different ways. How's he an entrepreneur? Name one business that he has, um, apart from the top line that I used. I would say he has a business in DJing. Uh, I said he's a DJ. I would say he... You're acting like he's brought out his own range of clothing. Uh, well, I would buy. He definitely has worn suits before in Dundrum and it seemed like it was sponsored merch. Yeah, but that's not an entrepreneur. That's, that's just a guy entre- being paid money to wear a suit. Well, then he's my hero. That was the right word I should have chosen. I've never actually partied with Marty. Have I, you gone I out? have. Yeah, or has it just been a Christmas work party? It's been a Christmas work party. Because see, what Marty is, he is the party. Yeah. In a sense, he is the DJ. And that's why he doesn't really go out that much, because he's always DJing during these nights out. Now, he's currently in the toilet. Yeah. So we'll, we'll wait for him to come in. I hope he knows where we are. I yeah, w- does he actually know where we are? I'm convinced he does. Did you tell him... I told we him we're upstairs. We're upstairs. Okay. And he's done other podcasts before in the studio, so I think he knows. I think he knows where he should he be. He might think we're in the video studio where the talking bollocks lads do their stuff. Do you think? See, we're not at that level yet. No. We're we're in the dungeon. Oh, we're, here he is. Uh, he's here. Here he is. He's here. Oh. We were just discussing. Did I you know a... would you know where we were? I didn't know where you were. Did no. you think we were in the video? I went everywhere but here, yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad I didn't get you a coffee or anything. Hey, a coffee with hot chocolate water. You got a pillow and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Marty Gilfoyle, welcome oh. to hey. When You Shift My Friend. Oh a, my god, I'm so a, sorry. It's an absolute uh, Don't be sorry. Never be sorry. It's very hot in here, isn't it? It's warm. It's just yeah. got a hot turn. But look how nice the view is. Dublin City. In the rain. <laughs> yeah, it's going to run. Uh, Marty Gilfoyle, how are you? How was your experience oh, in the toilet? Is it bad? Is that... They, they oh, do you want to handle it? Does oh, that, does that oh. Work? oh, this guy's a pro. Marty is taking the microphone off the stand and he's going handheld. I think I'm going to go handheld. This is real peer pressure. I feel if I don't do that, I'm the real square. It feels way better. No, no. How much cooler does it feel right now? It does feel a lot better. Yeah. See, Marty Gilfoyle has made this cooler. No, we have already. these stands in the, in the studio that are very... Uh, Small. Describe, <laughs> describe the stand, Marty, to people. This it's is an audio medium. It's four and a half inches, which Nathan looks very familiar with. <laughs> You're being very generous, yeah. Marty. 
<laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> oh. Can I actually, I did something in, because we record these podcasts where we're Spin 1038 as well, where we're all DJs on. And I did something for the first time today and it was very, I was very vulnerable. <laughs> I went for a shower. In, in this building? Oh God. I went for a shower in this building because I went to the gym before this and I didn't want to shower in the gym where I gym because the showers are rank over there. Yeah. Oh, so what floor did you use? So yeah. I, I went down to floor number three where, no, I went down to floor number two where Have there's nobody there. happened to floor number two? So I quickly went in and turned around. Someone exploded on the back of the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> like in what way? Like uh, the back entrance okay, way, yeah. not the front <laughs> entrance <laughs> way. You did, like, come on now! Like, we're not going to discriminate what gender it is. Right so now. I went in and I swiftly turned around, and then I was trying to find a shower room that was free. Hardly any of them were free. Finally found one, and then you're very vulnerable. We have four showers in the building, by the way. It's not like we've got like fifty. <laughs> You picture Graham running around looking for his shower in Bower headquarters. Like, we have four. And one isn't ours, so you've three. I want to shit all over them, so that's two. Yeah. But it was very strange because you're standing naked in work. Yeah. yeah. You're just no, standing there yeah, naked. Yeah, yeah. And literally, there's just a door separating you from you and your colleagues. And you're standing there bollock naked. Now, what did happen is went in. There was no hot water in this place. Oh, really? So I had to have a cold shower. Are you into those cold shower? What's so the I actually regularly guy? had a shower here because when I go training and come in to do my show, which is at 10 o'clock, uh, sometimes I'll be smelly during my show, but there's nobody in the building, so it's fine. And I will do, although you might get it in the morning when you come in, you're like, hey, what's this smell? <laughs> and I'll have a shower afterwards. So for some reason, there's always hot water at midnight. <laughs> so when everyone seems to need it. Um, but similar enough to you, I remember when I did the same thing. But at midnight, you don't expect this. You know, when you lock the bathroom and you're doing whatever you have to do, whether it's a shower or you're doing your bits. Even though it's locked, when someone pulls the handle, oh, you still you still yeah. fucking shit yourself. It's You're horrible. like, yeah. it's frightening, isn't it? Yeah. You, you think they're coming in, but you've locked the door. That happened one night when I was having a shower at like ten past twelve. <laughs> so, but who's who's in here <laughs> at, the time, at that time? Someone just creeping around yeah. looking for people having showers. So, and that was well, the shower was on, and they still wanted to get in. <laughs> Actually, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> an invitation. I always think. In work, if I wanted someone to walk in on me, who would it be? If I had to well, choose, see the thing is, Na- Nathan always takes his shits in that toilet. Okay, he doesn't use sacred anymore. The normal men's and gents and ladies. He uses the shower room. Yeah, which is Great very, idea. which is very vulnerable. I feel because you're literally you're looking at the door as people are trying to get in, <laughs> and, and your pants be- around your ankles. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Marty, welcome to Will You Shift, my friend. Hey, thanks so much for having me. This uh, is honestly like I, when you asked me, I was like, I'm so happy you guys asked me like genuinely mean it so thank you so much uh, well I'm sure there's people who are interested in medical foils shifting history no I, I don't usually be a guest on podcasts so it's nice to do it once in a while <laughs> it's the first ever podcast you've appeared on I'm like you're a great you got Marty again <laughs> no Marty we know that you're going to come and you're going to deliver and we want to know about your very first uh, shift yeah. when was it where was it you don't have to say who was with that is up to you no I don't mind she's married now it's fine um, not to me I was 12 I was in 6th class Uh, it was at the back of the schoolyard behind the bushes and she funny enough at the time was my girlfriend of 2 years (laughs) 
<laughs> so she that was our first kiss and because I wouldn't kiss her again afterwards she broke up with me so that was how bad it went yeah oh. so was it arranged was it like so Marty arranged, go man. behind the bush yeah. tell us what happened there. yeah no so arranged so uh, a mutual friend Tracy who was one of my really good friends at the time told me look Sarah is a bit worried you know you guys have been together for so long and you haven't kissed her yet <laughs> I was like I'm fucking afraid to kiss her <laughs> but I got her Valentine's Day presents and all and stuff I remember like when I was like it was either 10 or 11 Valentine's Day that year my dad brought me to Super Quinn which is now Super Value and I got her like a milk tray and Aww. like edible like uh, flowers mm. so it looked like a bouquet of flowers in her cubby hole in school but you could actually eat them so they were really cheap it was fine and I just snuck over there and put them in so I did everything else you know I was a good boyfriend but I, I didn't kiss her so funny enough it was a Friday and the reason why I remember it was a Friday was because Fridays in my primary school were no homework days now, I was getting collected by my dad at half past two, but we were arranging to be kissed, or arranging to be kissed, arranging for the L shift in, we'll call it, at half two. So I was so nervous that it took a good 30 minutes before we even started. And then, of course, I wanted to wrap it up as soon as possible. My dad was like, where the fuck were you, man? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can't tell him I was kissing a girl. Uh, so I opened my school bag and there was one book in it. And I was like, oh, I was you know, staying back late, we were giving Matt's homework and he was like, homework on a Friday? And I was like, yeah, so I had to go home and pretend <laughs> to do homework. But this is where it gets even funnier. At the time, we had a Spanish student. So, you know, when you get the Spanish kids in and he was fucking class at maths. So I'm sitting down with Figure It Out 8. Do you guys ever have Figure It Out? No. At like half past three at home with his book open, pretending, and he comes in and he starts fucking teaching me in English. Oh. And I was like, this was not worth that kiss. Like, <laughs> no. So by the time everything had finished, it was like four o'clock. <laughs> so, oh, I'm never going to forget it. Like, never. I'm really interested in what you did as a couple for two years. As a 10 to <laughs> 12 year old. Tonic. <laughs> like, did you, did you go actually, on dates? So technically that was my first shift, my first kiss. I was actually only six and me and, a, me and a girl called Helen, we were sitting opposite each other in junior or senior infants and we had this funny idea where we would swap seats under the table when the teacher wasn't looking and as we were swapping seats, we kissed under the table and swapped chairs. Ooh. So she was my first kiss um, but my first actual shift was Sarah and I don't mind saying this because it's a podcast, you guys can say whatever you want in these things. I hated it so much. I had convinced myself, and this is where I ended up having to tell my parents a couple of days later, based on, I don't know what my knowledge was of diseases, I had convinced myself <laughs> that I had AIDS. <laughs> from the From shift. the kiss. Because oh. my tongue was so dry after it. I hated it so much. Oh my and my parents will vouch for me in this. They were like, yeah, he was convinced he had AIDS. That was what I had said. Oh I know. God. I was 12. Like, so, I didn't know. Marty, was anyone watching you when you were shifting your no, girlfriend? No, they were waiting. They were waiting, which was an awkward walk then because you're, you're walking back up and everyone's like, yeah, go on. You did it. All right. And you're just like, it was fucking horrible. I didn't like that at all. Like, before people waiting in the yard, like, for us to walk and emerge out of the bush is like it's so and you're mouthing the words I think I have AIDS uh, yeah <laughs> honestly call a doctor I'm not in a good place and then I have to pretend I'm doing my maths homework yeah <laughs> figure it out eight I'm sure there's someone remember who's listening right now who remembers that book oh oh that is insane so after that shift <laughs> And the relationship broke up. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who broke it How up? many people can say their first shift though was with their girlfriend? Yeah, it's pretty impressive. True. Yeah. True. So then was there a massive gap 
Did you start going to discos? Was it like a no, six-year holiday? The single life wasn't for me, lads. You know, I said <laughs> a six-year holiday. <laughs> I feel like I'm an old man over here. I'm like, you went to discos, didn't you? Yeah, no, I did. Um, uh, my next shift then was with a girl who was two years older than me. And I was 13. Jeez, so, that is, that's cool. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. But then she broke up with me and uh, it really affected me. I was really upset at that breakup. Genuinely was. How, how long were you together? Uh, God, I couldn't put a time on it. I'm going to say six months, five, six months. And that's an eternity back then as well. It is. But I did the same then with another girl. My next kiss, I was with her for a year. Genuinely. And then I went to Wes and kissed another girl there. And no joke, from 15 to 20. Yeah, swear to God. I was like, I just kissed my girlfriends. <laughs> well, yeah. we're talking about teenage years. I want to talk about what was your teenage disco song? You, <laughs> I was messaging. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know where this is going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was messaging you last night, and I go, hey, so here are the, some of the questions we'll be asking you, Marty, uh, and I just need the song so I can prepare it. And you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's called Kingston Town by the 69ers. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, perfect. I go, excellent. And you go, you probably know it, Graham. And I was like, uh, no, but 69ers, <laughs> unbelievable. And then it waited a while, and then you replied, and you went, oh, no, it's actually the 89ers. <laughs> So I ruined it. I'm sorry, yeah. So here we go. This the 69ers, though, what a name that'd be for a group. So before we get into the song, just paint a picture for me. Like, what does this song mean to you? Who was the person? Where was it? <laughs> so I, I I can't quite put a person on it, but it's you're looking at the middle of Wes, D4. Like, I'm not from D4. People think I sound like I am, but I'm not. I had to lie about what school I went to just to be allowed into Wes. So I pretended I went to Terranier College, an upper class fee paying school, just to get into the place. Learned off the maths teacher's name, the science teacher's name, just so that I could literally. Sorry, was this a thing? I swear to God. Because I, I obviously would I have heard to, of Wes, but yeah. I didn't know it was that elite. So you had two queues. You had a membership queue and you had a non members queue. And members got in first, but the only way you could get a membership card is by applying for it. So I applied for a membership card and got turned down based on the school I was in. What? I swear to God. At, at this I age? I went to Clash Dana. Now, people who've been to Clash Dana like, will say, yeah, it's a bit rough. few people got a couple of digs every now and again. But to be discriminated like that, <laughs> <laughs> to not be allowed into a disco. So I was like, what am I going to do? And then my friend John was a really good like one of my best friends since we were like four he got it no problem he went to you went to Terranier College fee paying skill yeah. so I was like I need to pretend I go to Terranier so that's what I did so they were asking me a couple of questions like you know my maths teacher's name and I just I had them learn John gave me all the details I, I needed actually so I had a Wes this. membership card that said Martin Guilfoyle had my date of birth and I had Terranier College <laughs> that is insane how much yeah. was membership do you remember oh it was like a fiver or something yeah it was so cheap <laughs> <laughs> it was so cheap and what happens if you weren't a member you just went you went yeah. and if if you if there was space at the end oh, no. <laughs> you would get in you'd be moved into the queue then so the non-members queue was always like started up pretty quick you know because people are like I need to get there early because yeah. I'm not a member whereas you can as a member you could rock up five ten minutes late it was cool like you know oh, <laughs> yeah. it must have been class having the members get oh. uh, but that was it that was like your that was what you would tell people and when you were in there you were like yeah I know I'm a member was there different areas and everything. for the members no, I'm like, I'm different areas <laughs> <laughs> bottle of orange juice in yeah. the corner <laughs> right here's Marty's song on. There I wonder for everyone. 
And that's all we can play because I'm afraid it'll get taken down. Ten seconds in a podcast? That's what, is that oh, how much you... Oh, I don't God. know. That's what I've been told by it a few actually, different people. It transitions into techno. Yes, and I know. And I was like, which part do I play? It's hard, yeah. yeah. No, I think that's the bit that people would remember, I think, if you went to Wes. Uh, what would be now 13 years ago, 12, 13 years ago. So, so you mentioned your friend John. Was he a very good wingman for you? <laughs> he actually was. Because the girl that I ended up with for four or five years as a teenager, he kissed her friend that night. Oh. I think he kissed her. He talked to her anyway. He say, spoke to her. Say that again. So, so John... So me and John went to Wales one night yeah. and we uh, it was Claudia and Rachel and uh, John entertained Claudia while I literally began a five-year relationship. <laughs> With Rachel? With Rachel, yeah. Five years? Yeah, from 15 to 20, yeah. Do you think you're a good wingman? Oh, Did absolutely, you ever pay yeah. back for John? Did I pay back for John? I'm looking at the girl he's with now. I didn't do anything for him there. No. Whereas the girl before... Actually, no, I don't know. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John. <laughs> Did you ever use the line to somebody, will you shift my friends? Of course. No, yeah. no, so, so, no, 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 no. Shifts to me. So when I started doing uh, work on radio outside of Dublin, shifts then became my word. Yeah. Uh, it was always meter score. From where I was well, that was that was the big thing so. of naming this podcast. We were like, "Will it be? Will you shift me, mate, or will you meet my friend, or will you meet me, mate?" Okay. Yeah. There was a few different variations thrown around, and we've settled on shift Sh- my friend right. to appeal shift. to the masses in the country. The masses, yeah. the shift, nailed yeah. it. Depending on the girl, if we looked at the girl and we thought, "Right, she's upper class, she's got money," <laughs> it was score. Would you yeah. score my friend? You know, because she wouldn't like me. If she heard me, she's like, no. But you're like, I have the membership card. Yeah. <laughs> I well, go you to your school, me. Yeah, but you, yeah, you never it. see me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just never there. Um, she's like, that sounds even worse when she's like, I go to an all-girls school. <laughs> so to move on to when you start going to nightclubs, mm-hmm. what would have been your favorite nightclub? Oh, so we had touch in Rathfarnham. Uh, such a random name that I think about. <laughs> we were talking about that. Now. We were talking about uh, nightclub names on the radio the last day, and my favourite that came out was the Swing and Donkey. Oh, what? Where is that? I, it's Where somewhere is in the Midlands. Yeah. Oh, is it? I'll check it here. The Swing and Donkey. Please I, do. The Blue Banana in Clondalkin as well. Was it? <laughs> I've I don't never know. heard of I don't these know. names. I, I, I had Mint and Lucan, uh, and then Tramco. In Rat Minds, but that was nicknamed Trampco. <laughs> you lived opposite Trampco, Graham. I lived. Uh, did you actually in Rat Minds? Just Urban Dictionary is coming up with swing and donkey. <laughs> oh, what does that actually mean? Yeah, what does it mean? I presume it's uh, a reference to the male genitalia. Oh, yeah. Uh, when you ejaculate. Oh, go oh, on. When you ejaculate into a beanie, wear it on, wear oh. it on your face. It gets worse. When when you ejaculate into a beanie, wear it on your face and run down the sidewalk with a frozen hot dog stuck in your anus. That man over there is quite the swinging donkey. Wow. Oh, this podcast. How do you wear a beanie in your face? Um, Just covering your face. So you face. put it in and you cover it down. I'll, I'll find the It's like it's up. a balaclava. Uh, yeah, and then someone has to assist you with the frozen sausage. <laughs> Nightclub. I'll find this thing. I'm just going to the swinging donkey. <laughs> Seven of the worst local nightclub names, College Times. Remember College Times? Oh, yeah. That used to be where I used to get all my content for my old radio show. <laughs> Nathan used to do uh, ske- yeah. you and Pass it off as my own. <laughs> you and Joe used to do yeah, sketches from Stallish. Yes. 
You did. And I remember I was That's like, where you were scouted for I our was, pilot. Yeah. That Do was you remember that? I, of course I did. Oh, let's, let's, I, so let's talk about this pilot. Well, the pilot never really happened. It was meant to, though. It was they got the money to. But the pilot happened. It did happen, but then it never took off. Yeah. Um, myself... It, and, it wasn't commissioned. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely took off. It would have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it took place at the top of Grafton Street, you know, where Insomnia is, in the Oasis shop. Or no, it was beside it was just Insomnia. Above it. it was just above it. Just uh, yeah, above yeah, yeah, yeah. it. It's a really nice spot. Really Studios nice there. Spot, no, it's not a studio. It was a makeshift studio, but they did a really good job. Made it real cozy, real nice. And um, I know Nadia Ford is one of the hosts. I did a little segment with Ruth O'Neill, who currently oh. works in New York City now. And I remember I wasn't supposed to do it with her. It was like some other presenter, but he fell ill. So it was like, oh, let's get a tall, lanky guy with a quiff. I have to say it was great fun. But I remember then I met up with you because you were doing your day. Mm-hmm. And then we just ended up being in front so of the camera you, together. You were there and you'd already done your bit. So you came with me. Yeah. Yeah. We went in together. Because you, you, you mean, that was what you wanted to do. You yeah. were like mad interested in it and stuff. So because this is why now... This just goes to show, like, now you're already way ahead of me in this, but because you were just there, they were like, sure, hop on in. <laughs> you yeah. were like, yeah, I will. And I, I was cool with this because, like, I, I've known you for so yeah. long and stuff, and I was like, let's do it. But I had my stuff prepared for the interviews. <laughs> and all of a sudden now, Graham, you can vouch with it for me in this. <laughs> Nathan's thrown into the mix and he's just asking his own questions <laughs> which were so so obscure I've been and there. so yeah so not related to anything at all <laughs> and then at the end I remember some of the faces some of the questions and Nathan turns around and he goes I think that went pretty well didn't it? <laughs> that went fantastic this show's gonna be commissioned mark my words yeah. but I remember you were really trying to anchor the ship like yeah I I would take it on that a stick. Stri- was sh- like so sinking. <laughs> what, what was the concept of this? I was talk? trying to remember. Uh, it was just a we'd normal. We had an actress who, oh my God, I remember her name. I'm not going to say her name, uh, and nobody will ever find out her name because, but we had an actress who I'd never heard of who was com- the way I know the she was talking yeah. to us was as if she was like an A list Hollywood actress. And it was so frustrating. So Nathan coming in with his bizarre questions and really bring... I, I loved it. It was perfect because she hated it. All she wanted to talk yeah. about was how great she thought she was. And Nathan, <laughs> you kept on asking her things that she couldn't talk about. I know. It was very weird looking yeah, back. I remember. I remember. Oh, and she's, she's doing it on TikTok and all now. And, you know, best of luck. You like... She's, I think she's on an ad or something at the moment, so. <laughs> figure that one out. Yeah. yeah. It I'm was straight to TikTok. To figure it all out. Marty, you are, of course, I'm going to say Ireland's biggest DJ. Oh, thank you. I am 95 kilos. <laughs> <laughs> How is, like, I'm always amazed by DJs. I don't, I, I like, of course, everyone knows I'm DJ Quench. Like, obviously, I'm... Only the- recently someone <laughs> came up to me at one of my gigs and was like, where's DJ Quench? And I was like, this lives on. This is nearly three years ago I, now. I am the only, <laughs> I'm the only DJ in Ireland who doesn't DJ. <laughs> <laughs> he just lives off the name. Yeah. Fantastic. When you're in a nightclub and you're seeing people try to shift, uh, and do you feel a, a sense of empathy towards them? Do you get a kick out of it when you see people? We've all been there on the dance floor. There. We've all been there trying to chat somebody up and you get pied in the face. What is it like to see it from like a height <laughs> down upon the dance floor? Oh, there's one that will always stick out. Funny enough, in Westport, near where you're from. 
and uh, it was a guy. <laughs> so he had actually successfully pulled her. But the lights came on, and from where I am, you know, in nightclub, the castle nightclub, when you're on the stage, you can kind of see over everyone. So you could just see her, all right, leaving. And then slowly behind her, you could just see him with his head up, looking for her. <laughs> so she was making a break for it. Oh, no. Gets better. So the full story is, is that he managed to invite her back to his room afterwards in the castle. And um, he didn't have his key. So he had to go back down to reception to get a new key. Took 20 minutes. When he went back up to the room, she was gone. Because she was waiting outside the room for him. So he said, right, I'm going to go get some food. Because I got the whole story, got the whole shebang off him. I'm not going to say his name, obviously. So then he goes to get food. Guess who's in the chipper? The girl. And he successfully gets her back a second time. Now I'm thinking, hang on a minute. Like I've literally witnessed this girl run away from him. How? Has he found her three times? <laughs> and then obviously from there, it did not work. So when you witness something like that, oh, wow. yeah, like at what point do you blend the drink? You know, that kind of way. <laughs> you can't, can That you? is insane. Have you ever been heavily rejected in the nightclub? Oh God, yeah. Who hasn't? Like, And what would your tactics be in a nightclub? Would you automatically, once you go in, you hear the music, are you straight over to the bar having a drink or do you go straight to the dance floor? Okay, that's a really good question. I'm trying to think about it now. Um, I'm not good at making the first move. I'm so bad. Like, I'm really, really bad at it. Um, oh, like... Dare I say I've bumped into someone by accident? Oh, sorry. Elbow to the head. <laughs> yeah. It's, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. I'm very fortunate now that when I have been single, uh, that I don't know, like, I guess, I guess the, is this to stand around and hope for the best? <laughs> but one thing I'll say is I've never been like some of my friends whose, whose night depends on whether you get the shift or not at the end of the night. Like, I know some of my friends like will literally have had the worst night ever if they don't get the shift. I used to be like that. that I used to. Your whole night depended. Yeah, Yeah. I think we were quite similar. We were were really sad. (laughs) (laughs) I said similar, not sad. (laughs) No, no, we were sad. Like you put so much pressure on you, and we only found out. um, We've known each other about ten years, but at the very beginning, we were very similar, and we only found out years after that we used to do the exact same thing. Would, Would you like? To, which was which was what? Well, I, well, so you mightn't be able to read my mind here. So, <laughs> were, were you guys good at approaching women? Oh no, 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 no. no. okay, okay. Let's just say go, you were, you were. Let's just say, were you guys like willing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. we were. I, oh, yeah. I probably would have put myself. I, was, out there. I wasn't. That's the thing. From maybe about nine when I started college, nineteen to maybe twenty-two, they were the years where I was like, oh, I just want to shift girls. Yeah, yeah. But what I would do, and I know Nathan did it too. Say, for instance, we would go on a night out with our friends to the palace on uh, Camden Street uh-huh. go to the palace not really vibing it you're coming to the end of the palace you're just it's its a tough place to go you slip off the by tough away game <laughs> right for you isn't it? <laughs> you slip off by yourself oh this is sad and you'd go to coppers by yourself oh, yeah. oh, no. and you'd queue up and you'd be that drunk enough to think I'm going to be fine I'll have a good crack by myself and then you would pre- uh, oh just go on you would pretend to be part of someone else's group but you couldn't be too close because they would end up being like who the hell is this guy you just had to create the illusion is this a thing I don't know if it's a thing, but we both did it. We did it. You guys both come from 
to complete opposite <laughs> sides of Ireland <laughs> and became best friends through college. So it didn't just become a thing. It just it isn't a coincidence. It can't be a coincidence. This must be a thing. Yeah, yeah. It has to and be. we're just drawing light on it. I, I'd always remember when you you'd see a group of lads and be dancing beside a group of girls, and obviously they're kind of like doing their thing and they're trying to turn like they're hovering. Yeah, they're hovering. They're the awkward hover. Isn't it? <laughs> they would get very annoyed when I would kind of come over and, <laughs> and hover <laughs> with guy. them, and I'd be like, "Hey boys!" And then I'd hover in. They're like, "Who the hell is this guy trying to like oh. snake in and undo all our good work?" Do you know what I used to do? Like honestly, I'd be in the night club okay group of girls and I would often see like the girls they just want to have fun they honestly <laughs> just want to dance yeah. and there's a lot of horny guys including me like oh come yeah, on my no, night depends right. on the shift uh-huh. I need to shift they want to have fun that's it they're Chloe Sandra Nicole have no great time <laughs> I will come along honestly I will stand in the middle of the group of girls Nathan's seven foot two oh, so yeah. it's, <laughs> you can't ignore him you, you can't, really you can't, can't miss it, yeah. I'm big bird I'm there yeah. and, uh, do you know in the JLS music video. Do you, mem- do you remember when you'd see Aston Merigold reach his hand <laughs> down and then gently lift it up like it's kind of levitating up? I would do that in the middle of a group of girls. Just, I remember one girl just went, would you just fuck off? And I was like, she said fair enough. Fair enough, I am spoiling your night. Oh, it, but like the pressure, <laughs> having to go home after a night out and like, I used to have friends that would be like, did you did you get the shift? That was the hard part. And you'd be like, it? no, you'd have to try and think of an excuse. No. And Coppers wasn't a good club for myself. And I think yeah, yourself not as great well. Coppers is not a nightclub though. What you is think? it? It's a glorified disco bar. Like it is a disco bar with sticky floors. Like they have, a, they've got barely any lights in the place. They turn off the main lights, have a couple of flashing heads and they just call it a nightclub because it's, a, it's a bar that opens at night. Like, it's absolutely huge. It's, it, it, is it though? I think you can lose people. Of course you can because there's a million people there. <laughs> Very and true. You can't lose you though. You'd find no, you no problem. I'm there. Coppers. I love coppers. I do because like my, my sets would generically be like uh, house music. So I get to go to coppers and I get to sing along to S Club 7 and Backstreet Boys. So mm. I enjoy that. But it's not a nightclub. <laughs> if, like if you were to, if, if it was and you were to rank nightclubs in Ireland, it would be the worst nightclub in Ireland. <laughs> no, but honestly. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know what you're like, saying. Compared to the castle even, as yeah. a club goes, yeah. with the sound and stuff, like the DJ in Coppers is tucked away in the corner like, and it's not a nightclub. How has it done it? How has it become is it, is an, the, an institution? Is it it gets away with opening like till stupid o'clock that people go there. Because I was... There the last night, and the, the, the queue was five people wide mm-hmm. to the whole length of Harcourt Street. They covered other clubs' doors, yeah. I and, know. Like, and people, and obviously, well, you know, like a DJ, you want you want to go if you want to see a DJ, you want to hear dance music and yeah. techno and all that kind of stuff. With, but I suppose just people want to just hear pop music, and they want to hear Westlife, they want to hear S Club Seven, they want to hear the along. Five Mega Mix. You want to sing along. But it's not aesthetically pleasing. Not at all. The no. drinks aren't nice and in there. Ridiculously overpriced. But what is they're it? They're not pints. They're 400 mils. So what would you say <laughs> is the best nightclub? <laughs> ah. In Ireland. Yeah. So uh, the Foundry in Carlo is special. Like, it's so nice. Um, it's a random super club in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and I love it. You've got Opium. They've, they've done it up. That's beautiful at the moment. And then you can go further afield. Social 15 and Killarney, they've got a lovely venue at the back. They do really cool things with that. The best nightclubs in Ireland are outside of Dublin. 
And that's why people are like, yeah, I don't do many gigs in Dublin. And I'm like, because the best nightclubs by far. And when you get to the towns and there's one club in the town, like there's nowhere else to go at that time. Well, so it's going to be lit, like, you know. I'll tell you exactly why. Because obviously you two are from Dublin. I grew up yeah, in Lewisburg in a village. And when, if, in, if we, you hear out the Marty Gilfoyle is playing the Castle Course but in Westport. Lewisburg is so small, just to put it out there. <laughs> that I went to Lewisburg one day for a walk <laughs> after Westport to go to the beach, like randomly. And the first person I bumped into knew Graham. <laughs> that's, that's how small this place is. It's a, cro- it's a crossroads. And proceeded, no joke, to ask me to follow him. And he took me to Graham's mother's home. And goes, that's where he grew up. And I was like, thanks, pal. <laughs> Think about this. It's, oh, that's it's, how small it is. It's a little bit it's like, because well, I know where you met him down at the beach. Yeah. You told me. And our house isn't like next door to the beach. No, it you was had to drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, because in the castle, the castle back in the day used to be similar vibes to Coppers, where it used to be chat music. But they've kind of changed over the last few years and they've started to bring in DJs. But I remember when Fergal Darcy would play, when iRadio started, it would be like, fuck, Fergal Darcy's here. It's yeah. not just your man in his 50s who DJs every single <laughs> Saturday night. Names. So when the names come, and then I think there's more of an appreciation down the country for DJs because we don't have the choice. Mm-hmm. We've got one place to go and when we get a DJ that's coming there that is well known, we're like, oh my God, and everyone is just up for it and so cannot wait. Yeah. Where in Dublin, you're kind of like, oh, will I go to Dicey's or will I go yeah, to D2? There's so many options. Like, I go yeah. there? Even though there's a lot of clubs closing down. Like even, even if you look when we were in college, Nathan, you're same, we're the same age, Marty. Look at the amount of clubs that aren't there anymore. Like the Palace is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Alchemy is gone. That was in Temple Alchemy, Bar. I Cl- loved playing Club there. M. Club M and Temple Bar was gone. And Alchemy and Club M were really nice venues. Yeah, like they if 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 they were still open now, like they would give they would be like but yeah. They're do you remember clubs. Tripod? Oh, tripod. absolutely huge! Oh my god, Tripod was I remember. <laughs> tripod. I remember witnessing Graham get the shift <laughs> in Tripod. How I used to do it back in those days. I used to do my Irish dancing on the dance floor <laughs> yeah. to like pop music, and I because I because it's so different to how I am now. I just wanted all eyes on me. That's all I wanted. Yeah. I, how can I get the attention? Now I'm the complete opposite. But yeah, I did. I got the shift that night. I remember you honestly glided. You tap danced across the dance floor like a young Michael Flatley. And then you got the shift. Beautiful looking lady. And I was so envious because that night I was like, great, I'm not shifting. Do you, do you remember Tripod? You had a crawdaddy downstairs then. Yes, you had the three different rooms, three different types of music. Tripod was the business. Oh. I forgot about that. And yeah. now it's a Cafe Nero and a Morton's sandwich bar. Hey, Morton's is good. <laughs> I, they do massive club sandwiches sure, and they're one unreal. Of the best nightclubs in the country that was quarters and Tralee is now a gym so like that could hold 1500 people oh. and now it's a gym so so Marty do you have a very embarrassing shifting moment that you can think of whether you had bad breath or you had eaten something no, well the first thing pops into my mind realistically as a teenage boy when you lock lips with a girl for the first time there are certain things you can't control I remember being really embarrassed by that like all of a sudden you're kissing a girl and you know she can feel it. Sorry, um, I'm after <laughs> copping on what you're talking oh. about. I was like, what can't you yeah, control? You're talking about your, the, your, no, the, your aftershave, tongue? the aftershave you're wearing. Yeah, yes. yeah, of course. No, I'm with you now, Marty. I'm with you it now. It hits them when they're that close. <laughs> but that, 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 that would put you off because it's obviously it's natural. Yeah. You're that's nothing, you know, hey, guys, there's nothing more natural. I no, remember. <laughs> guys, I remember saying to my brother when I was younger, I said to my brother Adam, I went, 
what what's the problem like having an erection showing people because I went it makes it look bigger and he goes no people know you have an erection yeah, that's, yeah. It's, it's not that look I'm well endowed it's as stiff as a nickel yeah. <laughs> sorry Marty sorry Marty I just had to get that off my chest but even to this day lads that if I'm out with my girlfriend and she's been overly affectionate in public and I'm starting to notice it grow a bit, I'm like, can you please stop? Like, <laughs> I'm wearing shorts here. And do you know when you do the awkward thing where you fucking tuck it in? Uh, and yeah. it's only, there's only so long you can do that. And it starts it to pops down. out to say hello with your waistband. It's at the top, yeah. It's like, hello. And so you finally then get Yours it to go there. pop out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, when, you t- when you tuck it in, yeah. <laughs> Just that little head peeking. Uh, and everyone's been there. So, like, I have to, I think to my girlfriend now, I'd be like, look, like, we, we'd be on holidays and we're in a pool and she just comes over and gives me a hug. And I'm like, you need to step away for a minute. Like, you know, like, I'm, I know you're my girlfriend, but like, I'm still attracted to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're there. Like, I want to uh, ask you this question. And, uh, I'm, I, and when you hear it, I don't want you to think, like, oh, you're going to sound like a big head or anything like that. But you, you're, Star has risen over the last few years since since we've known each other. We were both spinnies, but you've like your your online presence has been oh, huge. Spinnies, man, yeah. We were. Sp- I, I like took over from you as full time spinny. Drove pink cars for yeah. everything. Isn't and, that funny? And then I, I remember sitting in on Sundays with you, and I was like, "What do you want to do, Marty?" You're like, "I want to be a DJ, <laughs> and I want to be one of the biggest DJs in the country." And here you are. But your star has rose, and you're one of the like most recognizable people in Irish media, and you are. Thank you, Jesus. Have you found that you've got more attention from the opposite sex or same sex as well since your star has kind of rose over the last few years? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, and how do you deal with that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of why, what I can say here and what I can't. I, yes, when you're, when you're hopping from town to town, you're there for a night, uh, you, you, attract the, you attract some crazy people, mm. married people. <laughs> Let's be real. They see you in town for a night. They chance their arm. And you see on their Instagram that they're happy. Children. But they like the DJ. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not questioning their arrangement. They could have one for all I know. But so you you do come across. So in those situations, it's really easy to say no. (laughs) Like it's like you've got a family and I don't want to be part of that. Um, It's funny, but I, I think that as a DJ, though, as well, it's like if you go to like a gig and you're having the the best time ever. You're having the time of your life, and you look up and you see the person responsible for that. I don't. I don't think it matters to a point what they even look like. It's like you're you're gonna be attracted to them. Like they're giving you some of the greatest feelings you're ever gonna feel. Like some of the best memories you'll ever have are on a dance floor. And the person who's giving you them, you're gonna be like, oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so yes, the attention has 100% gone up. Uh, I've found myself in some very sticky situations but I'll give you an example this is literally two nights ago uh, a girl came up to me and uh, lovely I'm not going to say her name um, and she just literally stood beside the stage she was like do you have a girlfriend straight off the bat and I was like I do and she goes oh it's one very lucky girl and I was like oh, that's actually really sweet that's nice, really yeah. really nice um, bumped into her down the residence bar afterwards she was so apologetic and I was like, well, how are you meant to know? Like, you know, you were meant to know that I had one. You were just chancing your arm. My sister is currently um, hoping to get into the prison service. She's a prison officer in the prison that my sister is probably going to end up in. In a male-dominated prison. So they're going to become friends. 
<laughs> so, oh, no. yeah, yeah. Oh. so now when she's introduced to Jessica, my sister, it's going to be like, oh, you're the girl who. Oh, <laughs> so that's just a recent one of like how she literally just came up and went for it straight off, just went for it, which is great. Uh, and again, I do think it can be fueled like that bit of Dutch courage, you know, does yeah. definitely help. Um, so, yeah, no, it, it happens for sure. But like, have you ever done anything like that? Have you ever gone up to someone and just asked for their number when you're not I intoxicated? I've never, ever asked someone for their number. I'm so bad, guys, at that. Like, I don't know if I give off a vibe that I'm not, but I'm horrific at it. I don't know how you guys did it. Like, to hear that you were Irish dancing up to women. And oh, I'm, I'm completely just stood in a circle full of six girls, <laughs> hoping that one of them would say it. Like, that that to me is so impressive. Liquor. Was, Liquor. Yeah, I was just drunk. <laughs> but no, but you still did it. Like, I, I, ne- I never, I, was just, I, I wasn't able to. I just could not do it. And it wasn't the fear of rejection. It just, I think it was a confidence thing, you know? Definitely. So, no. I can't. Uh, well, I want to speak about now who are you shifting? Because you yeah. have mentioned the girlfriend. Yeah. Where did you guys meet? Oh, no, meet? I'm not shifting her, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the married woman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, where did you meet your girlfriend? In the gym. And okay. she came up to me. But uh, in a very funny way. So, basically, uh, there was a guy called Evan Doherty. He's a photographer around Ireland. Uh, he'd be pretty well known, to be fair. He was taking shots of um, some of the people in the gym at the time. They wanted to make an ad and I was just training, but I knew him. And he was like, oh, come on. Uh, I wouldn't mind some shots of you if you wouldn't mind my portfolio, blah, 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 blah. Took a couple of pictures of me. And I was like, we're friends. Like, so we helped each other out. I, just, I know it sounds weird to take your top off for someone and that's considered helping them out, but that was his business <laughs> and it was cool. And like, I was like, well, I like the pictures, you know, I'll keep them. Be like, ah, I remember when. And for some strange reason, he emailed my photos to the gym. <laughs> And my new girlfriend, who was working for the gym, received them. So she saw the photos and was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> and she saw me training in the gym and came over to me and said, hey, no joke, can I get your email address? <laughs> oh, old school. <laughs> to send you the pictures. Oh. So when I took her phone off her to, uh, when I took her phone off her to put my email address in, there was an awkward pause and she remembers this so well because a Tinder notification came down which was covering where I was typing. <laughs> Do you know what I write at the top of the notes? And that was when we first met and we literally became the best of friends for right up until now which is what, a year and a half ago? And in February, I went with a friend of mine to uh, Mexico. She needed to get cancer treatment. And at the time, my girlfriend's American. She was living in Florida, which is only a two-hour flight to Cancun, which is where the cancer treatment center was. And I came home. I was up in the room, and there was a knock on the door. I'm three weeks in with, with, with Lindsay here. And Dee walked in. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, just when you needed to have a friend. And since then, it's just been great oh. so that was the she, moment you she, kind of so knew. her mom she she that was the moment that I knew that I I cannot let this girl go she to be fair to her did something that I would not have done so put yourself in her shoes you really like somebody and they're in Mexico <laughs> you fly to Mexico to surprise them oh yeah how impressive is that yeah, yeah. that is so I've and I've said this to her I'm like look I was always mad about you. I was like, when you were in America and I went on dates with people, I always came back and I said to my housemates, they're no D. Because they weren't. But, fuck me, I would have struggled to get the courage to go to fucking Mexico. Wow. To show how much that person meant to me. Do you think that's an American thing? 
<laughs> Honestly, yeah, the, the yeah. confidence to do yeah, that. Fair. Because you yeah. hear those stories in America where people you just do, yeah. get talking in a shop. In a cafe. I mean, yeah. Ca- the cafe is like was a romanticized place for love and I've never seen it happen. You know, I just got talking to somebody in a cafe. Yeah. Well, how'd you just get talking to somebody in a cafe? I often think in this country, and not to slag it off, but if you went up, can I have your number? <laughs> you get pepper sprayed. <laughs> Honestly. No, and I don't mean. I just feel like it's quite conservative. No, no, well, when you went to America, you were saying it's so no, much No, I didn't more... get with people in America. <laughs> but you noticed. Did you try? I filmed people yeah. having a great time. I, I do think it's completely different attitude. There's a confidence. I, com- I think so. Yeah. Because... I... I remember this. Actually, just a different culture. A French girl. I remember... I was working in Avoca. I ended up, it was a work night out. I got very drunk and I started kissing this French girl. And it was great. It was honestly, I, was, I felt like I was in Moulin Rouge or something. And then I went on a date with her like a few days later. And of course, I wasn't drinking. It was actually, do you know what? It was the first time we ever went on to spin 1038. It was a Sunday night. Oh, the long remember, and short of it. Oh, long, long and short, and short of, of it. it. I remember it was, you guys were coming in after me. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, what the fuck are they doing on this late for? Like, <laughs> half 11 till half 1 or something. <laughs> Once a week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that just shows how much trust they had oh. in you. But and I how remember, well, to be fair, it just shows how well you have done as well. Like, yeah. You're a good man. No, but, but it does. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, Thank but you. That, that was the first day. The first time we were doing Before. that show. I went on a date before that because I was like, my shit, God. I remember this. I was like, I feel like a rock and roll star. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going on a date with a French girl. You French then, kissed a French girl. Then yeah. I'm going to be doing a radio show that no one's going to listen to. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't realise he's around till half one. I, I, <laughs> then I had to get up to be a spinny the next day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was up at six to hand out leaflets to Rainforest Golf. A <laughs> <laughs> rock star life. Oh, but I remember we went on a date in... Power Squirt, you know, on South William Street, yeah. the coffee shop lovely, there. Yeah. Walk in, it actually wasn't too lovely. It kind of felt oh. like a museum. It was really quiet. And I was sat opposite her. We got <laughs> coffee and cheesecake. And I don't know if I was saving up my words for the radio show, but I was so, <laughs> honestly, I was so quiet. And she goes, oh, what is it? It's fucking Irish people, Fuck you know. Off. They give you all the talk on the, oh, baby, baby. <laughs> Didn't know I was saying that. Baby, on nights out, you know, they give off all such confidence. And then they're like a little puppy dog. A little fucking <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, is she from the mafia? I don't yeah, know. I was like, wow, what nationality is this girl? <laughs> but she was true. You know, she was right in terms of I wasn't confident yeah. when I didn't have drink on me. But that was like a trend on TikTok for a while where it and was specifically in Ireland. It's like guys in your in your DMs, it's like, oh baby, the things I'm going to do to you when I see you later. <laughs> and then a fast forward to it and they're like, so... Uh, what do you want to do? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that was that that was a trend in Ireland for a while because obviously it must be an Irish guy thing, you know, that they yeah. were all we are all talk. But it, it's it's real easy to tell someone what you're going to do to them over a message, and then you see them and they're staring at you, and it's like, oh fuck, now I have to do it. Well, did you ever do this? Did you ever go on a date with someone? After you had kissed them, that's in a impressive. Nightclub. That is so impressive uh, that you and you. That was such a quick turnaround as well. By the way, yeah, you went on. You met her on the Saturday. Went on the date on the Sunday. No, no, wait. I maybe it was a week. Later. Okay. <laughs> Like wow. moves quick, uh, yeah. yeah. Moves even after that, like yeah. Um, you never did that though. Do you know when you think about 
you would shift someone in a nightclub and then you go on a date with them. I only ever and went you... on three dates in okay. my life. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, and one of them was with Claire, my current girlfriend. And two of them were with two other girls, but I kind of knew them. Now, I've had this argument with a lot of people uh, recently, including my housemate. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. What is the definition of a date? If you go to a place outside of your or their home, <laughs> if you go to a okay, place together. So for example, if you collect somebody and bring her to McDonald's drive through to get McFlurry, is that a date? I would say that's a date. That is a date. That's a date. If you're doing something together out of the norm, that's rather what? than sitting watching telly. So are you telling me then that if you picked up the McFlurries and brought them home and she met you at your house... <laughs> then it's not a date. Mm, no, no that I don't. That's feels not, like a date. It not, is a date. That's, a date. that's not a date. That's, what? Not, that's, that's more that's intimate. That's They're in the home. <laughs> yeah, that to me is a date. A date. No, that's a booty call. It can become a booty it call. It could be a booty. That's call. a booty call. But a booty call is a date technically. Is this a date if you collect someone from the airport? <laughs> <laughs> As a taxi man, well, did they, did they, did they ask you? A middle-aged man last week. <laughs> did they ask you to collect them? <laughs> Are you paying them a taxi fare? Yeah. <laughs> if you're in a cafe with a girl and you buy a coffee offer, <laughs> so I'm actually really impressed with people who went, who go on coffee dates. Yeah. That's so good. It's it? a cheaper uh, like, date, and the, and the fact that <laughs> and it I, is <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> You can only drink so many Americanos yeah, in one yeah. sitting. You're shaking. You pissed yourself. Would you, uh, so what happens after one Americano? Would you sit and have another Americano? Or then would you think, okay, let's go get drinks? No, it was always just a coffee. I used to always go to the Casey Peaches. Oh, you Do you know, at the bottom gracious. of Georgia Street. The overpriced lettuce in there. Oh. Sorry, why would you go to Casey Peaches? I don't so know. Good. It's, no, but it's, for like a bit of food. No, I didn't go for, for coffee. Food, my oh. man. Coffee and a muffin. <laughs> No, coffee and a muffin. Uncomfortable chairs. Oh, no. That I was about to say. Not, <laughs> Wooden chairs, not Marty. Not good for a Very tall man. Are. You get so hot in there. A lot of glass. <laughs> the dates didn't go well. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Graham, three dates. That's mad. Yeah, Graham, open up, big guy. Three dates. Yeah, well, yeah, Claire and then two others. You've only paid. Or maybe no, 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 no. Three days, different girls. Three girls. Does I that get, make sense? No, I get that. Like, yeah. Claire's my first girlfriend. No, I get that you go yeah. on dates with your girlfriend. You're aware <laughs> yeah. of that. Yeah, I haven't I been on three so. dates my whoa, whole whoa, whoa. life. <laughs> yeah. Claire's like waiting for that annual date. Like, <laughs> Graham's like, gotta work. Uh, no, but that's so impressive. But we, I we never got numbers on nights out. Ever. But were, were you like, maybe, were you like afraid of it or like? False. I actually asked two girls out during uh, second year. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, you remember that one of them. <laughs> what are you after, Nathan? Just grabbing my water. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I, I asked two girls out and both of them said no the first time because they were doing something and I immediately went, well, they obviously don't want to be with me. They're obviously making an excuse. Gotcha. And one of them was genuinely sick. But I, <laughs> but I was like, no, fuck it, fuck it. She had stre- stre- strep throat because yeah. that was her nickname oh. for the rest. She had strep throat and I go, no, I'm asking her again. No, I'm not asking her again. <laughs> and then another one was like, oh no, I can't. I've got like swimming or dancing so or something. So you never actually went on a date with them? Never, not, not with these two. But you did ask. I did ask, yeah. yeah. But, that's the but point, then I got, yeah. put, I got put back. So yeah, I was no, like... So you didn't go, yeah. So nah. were you good on a date when you were with Claire? Like, were you nervous? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, I was shitting it. Well, if you've only been on two yeah. dates yeah. in your entire life... And then you go on date number three with your current girlfriend. Obviously, you went well. Yeah. But that would be nerve-wracking. No, I was. I was. But we had, I had enough ammo because we met at Castle Palooza and we were with each other on like the Saturday night 
and then the Sunday night, but okay. I'd forgotten her name. <laughs> oh, always good. <laughs> what? I'd forgotten her name uh, after I shifted her, and then she was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> Oh. And I was like, fair enough. And then, <laughs> and then I saw her on the Sunday and I was like, shit, like I really fancy this girl. And I told the lads, I was like, I think it was with her. And they're like, no, you weren't with no her. Way. I go, I was. And then I saw her and she, now she actually came up to me after she goes, I think we shifted last night. I go, we did. She goes, but you can't remember my name. And I go, put your number in my, f- I, this is the one I did say number. I go, put your number in my phone and put your name in. Um, and you just get her now. And we yeah, are still together now. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah, that's a cool story. Sorry, good. back to Marty and your girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> so, I wanna... sorry, though, do, do you know when you're a radio presenter and you're being interviewed, like the initial thing to do is is to return the question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm like, so tell me about your day. So tell me about uh, long distance. Okay, yeah. Um, How was that? Go- so I presume. Oh shit! Is she still in America? <laughs> no. So at the moment she's in Ireland. Um, okay, that's good. So and um, thanks to uh, Biden, finally, <laughs> he's uh, opened up the uh, air oh, yes. travel again for people who are fully vaccinated. So I'm booked to go to Boston on November 13th. So it'll be my first time getting to see where she's from. Brilliant. But she was. She's just one of these fluky people who, <laughs> who managed to have Irish grandparents with American parents and was born in Toronto. <laughs> oh, cool. oh, so she was okay. during the pandemic. It's kind of like, well, where will I go today? <laughs> yeah. Know? So she was able to come over to me, but we need to bear in mind that, like, after Mexico, like, it, we we weren't like together. You know, we we I made it clear to her. I was like, I want to be with you, but obviously, like, we were in Mexico and we were in such a really like weird environment that, like, well, she's obviously going to be like, yeah, well, fucking prove it, man. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So we stayed in touch the whole way and eventually I asked her to be my girlfriend in April so we were like literally whatsapping every single day facetiming the whole lot and for people who use long distance as an excuse it's not an excuse like if, if you if you have someone like it's it's manageable it's totally doable but we know now with travel open and stuff that it won't ever be as hard as it was, mm. you know, that kind of way. So. Well, I've seen you've been meeting in like Lanzarote and going on your holidays. We met Lanzarote and stuff, yeah. for a week uh, over the course of that because initially I was meant to go over to her, but they didn't remove the ban. So I didn't want to spend the week with her in Ireland. So we met in Lanzarote uh, and she's been great, to be fair. Like she's she's been the one coming to me. So now it's time that I kind of, you know, return a favor. Like it's nice to. To, to give back you know? <laughs> <laughs> to make to show I do love you it's nice it's nice you know to, to give and take you know what I mean so, would yeah. you ever move over to America full time oh yeah I mean full time no um, but I wouldn't mind splitting the year definitely uh, not in like not like in a, in a block but in a way that I can be there and here like it's literally a flight you know mm. what I mean? Like, and and she's 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 got a place in Boston, and she lives in Florida too. So, like, what is it? It's like five six hours at most. You know what I mean? So, it's nothing. It really isn't like. Uh, sure, it's three hours to drive if you're doing the Castle Court. That's it. But sure, people. Yeah, that's true. Three and a half. <laughs> yeah. man. Um But so when I hear people like, oh, like, oh, my girlfriend lives in Athlone and I live in Dublin, I'm like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> boohoo. You clearly don't like them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're using an hour's drive as your reason for long distance. So 
Um, oh, well, look, I'm very happy. We're Thank happy you. you're happy, Marty. Yeah. We love seeing you happy. I'm happy you guys are happy. We're happy too. Nathan's flinging up the glam pics with his missus and all. There we there. go. It's there we much. go. Yeah. When's all the, for it, the gram, baby. <laughs> he'll be, yeah, he'll be bending the knee pretty soon, I'd say. <laughs> be Who? doing the JLS. <laughs> yeah, you're going to rise it over your hand. Yeah. <laughs> Marty, thank you so much for joining us. Ah, I hope I gave you enough. <laughs> oh, you gave us plenty. Thank you so much, Marty, for joining us on Will You Shift My Friend? Thank you. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to Will You Shift My Friend, brought to you by Go Loud. And remember, Go Loud is the home of Irish podcasts. Whether you're looking for a laugh-out-loud comedy, a gripping true crime story, or some practical life advice, the Go Loud app is the place for you. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review. Myself and Graham, we don't get out of bed for a four-star review. absolutely not. We need five stars, please. And you'll find Will You Shift My Friend first on the Go Loud app and all major podcast platforms too. Coming up on next week's episode... And my friend... (laughs) My friend Megan was like, will you give me that snap back? And I was like, yeah, but you have to shift me. <laughs> and That's so we smooth. did, and then she got the hat. I'm really not sure why I made her do that. Why that was uh, why not? Why did, not? I don't did regret you, it, fa- but like, not really sure. Oh, yeah, she, she was hot yeah. then, and she's hot now, so. And did you think I'm any- not sure if she still has the snapback. I hope she does. <laughs>